Welcome to the Happy Mama Village podcast with Brian and Annie, a podcast about mamas, for mamas, and by mamas. Hey, mamas, welcome. This is episode 15. We are your hosts, Brian Zelensky and Annie Henderson. And it's great to be back in our village where we talk about all things pertaining to happy mamas, like relationships, parenting, self-care, frozen versus on the rocks, (laughs) margaritas, and so much more. Okay, so Annie, yeah, I have a would you rather question. <laughs> oh, no, what <laughs> what is it? All right, so would you rather relive ten of the saddest moments, ten of the saddest minutes of your life? So ten minutes, or relive one hour of your most embarrassing moments? <laughs> So 10 minutes, 10 minutes versus one hour. You know what? Uh, I think I'd go for the 10 minutes. I have been very fortunate uh, that I have not had a lot of major sadness, drama, devastation in my life. And, you know, with all of the the model work and how thoughts create our feelings, um, it might be interesting to go back through the 10 saddest moments and just kind of see it in a different light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, so I was laying in bed last night <laughs> thinking about this, thinking about this question. Cause I was looking for different questions that I could ask you. And uh, yeah, I kept kind of flip flopping back and forth and I thought, okay, so 10 minutes would be a lot more bearable, you know, than, than a whole hour because you know, thinking about it, some of those embarrassing moments were also sort of heartbreaking moments for me as well. So it's kind of like double dipping. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, it could cover so many feelings. (laughs) Right, right. And so to have to go through a whole hour rather than just 10 minutes. So yeah, I chose the 10 minutes too. Okay. You know? Okay. That's a that's a curious one. I would love to yeah. hear what uh, our listeners think about that. Which would yeah. you choose? We'll have to post that up as a as a poll. Right, right. And I think it'd also be interesting just for the sheer interest of finding out, okay, what were my sad ten saddest moments? Because at the time we think all of the sad moments are gonna be our saddest ones, you know? Mm-hmm. But as we go through life, you know, maybe those change. So I think so. Anyways. Yeah. Interesting stuff. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We'll have to have our listeners chime in and tell us what they would rather. So, okay. So I also want to start a new segment. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Called, What Have You Been Watching? Ooh, I love me a good show. (laughs) <laughs> or or maybe a better title. Like maybe we can come up with a more, <laughs> more creative title than what have you been watching? That's a good you know? one. That's yeah, a good like one. D- DVR Divas or TV Mommy. I don't know. <laughs> well, what have you been watching? Well, I'm sure along with everyone else in the United States and around the world, I've been watching Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I wonder if our 
and I don't, I don't think we're the exact same age, but I wonder if our generation <laughs> loves it a little more just because, because of that eighties, I guess everyone's eighties right. meant something yeah. to them, but yes. Yes. No, absolutely. In fact, that was one of the things I was going to say is I, I, I enjoy the show. I think it's fun to watch it with my kids. We all really get into it. We binged watched it on Thursday and Friday all together. So I love that part of it. But probably the part I loved the most was seeing all the product placement from <laughs> the 1980s and those and the clothes and the clothes it's awesome it's and the so music. awesome wow yeah oh i was saying okay we've got surely somewhere there is a spotify playlist or something for stranger things if not i'm gonna go make one yes <laughs> that would be great you should just put that up on our our uh facebook group page and yes I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. If if there's not one, I'm going to make one. Yes. That's the best. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's what we've been watching recently. I won't spoil it for anyone. Right. But And I love it. And I, I'll have to ask you more questions about watching with your kiddos. I have not yet. I've kind of gone back and forth because I think it'd be cool. And of course, sometimes watching some stuff that, you know, I know as when I was younger, I was the youngest in my family. So I always watched stuff that was probably ahead of my age, just because right. I was the youngest and you know, <laughs> you right. watch what the olders watch. Right. But Scarlet being an only, I'm a little more hesitant. And I'm like, mm, this isn't really her age group. They're doing some more advanced things. But I do know that it also offers a great time to where it comes up and it's not our situation yet, but we can talk about it and discuss. And I think that's a great opportunity. Yes. In fact, so funny that you said that there were a couple of scenes <laughs> in, in this uh, season that I was like, okay, don't do that. Okay. Don't, you're not allowed to ever do that <laughs> to my kids. I was like, okay, that's not okay. <laughs> if you, crawl out some boy's window. You oh know, my gosh. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, yeah, we kind of same kind of thing for me is with, with the two girls, definitely my older daughter, I was probably more selective, you know, as she was growing up. And then the younger one comes along and I'm like, oh yeah, just let her watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably gotten a little lazy on that. So we do watch it with the kids. There is, you know, there is language for sure. There's language, but overall, hmm, we kind of decided it was okay. There you go. Oh, I have, um, this might have to be another, a future episode, but. I recently heard someone and they were talking about how, you know, they would rather, you know, hear a cuss word come out of their child's mouth than something mean and hurtful and derogatory. D does that make sense? Yeah. So like they would much rather, they would hate, hate, hate for their kiddo to call someone stupid or fat sure. or ugly or something just very hurtful than... A cuss word, which nowadays is a lot of people, whether it's a TV show or um, most people's just common communication um, that, you know, it usually slips in, whether it's a joke or whatever. Um, Scarlet still isn't allowed to say them. I'm, I'm definitely to the point where I know she hears them a lot, but she's, she's really good. 
she just at she just recently added butt to her conversation and she's a 12 year old <laughs> and i for so long i was like nope <laughs> right yeah we're we're taking it nice and slow but we did have that conversation about you know what even worse than cuss words is this yeah and i think it was it was great anyway yeah. that's a whole nother topic sorry no no that's great i i agree i'll have to think about that a little bit but on the surface, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, okay. So as a side note from the what have you been watching segment, we watched a movie a few days ago called Wonder. Great movie. Yeah. Which is based on a book. So if you haven't heard of it or seen it, I highly recommend it. But the basic premise of the show is that this boy going into middle school has some disfigurations from birth and he had like 20 something surgeries, but he is still disfigured. And it's the movie is about his first year in middle school. It's his first time going to public school. He had been homeschooled and his struggles with being accepted, being bullied, there was a quote in the movie that I thought was just right in line with what we're going to talk about today. So the the boy comes home from school. He's been hurt. Somebody has said something very hurtful, and he's really hating his appearance. He's really uh, hating on himself, how much he hates his face. And his mom, uh, who's played by Julia Roberts in the movie, does a great job. And she said, the heart shows us where to go, but our face shows us where we've been. Mm. And she was telling him how much she loved the wrinkles on her face because each wrinkle she got was from a surgery that he had or an obstacle that they had to overcome and that she loves her face because of all the memories, good and bad, that have composed her life with him. What amazing perspective. Yes. And I thought, wow, that is so right in line with what we're talking about today. So Annie, I'll let you I'll let you take it from here. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> so this episode is about self image. Um, if you love those Dove commercials as much as I do, now I don't see them actually as often because I am a Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> These Dove commercials, I when I was a school counselor at an elementary school, I loved sharing this one. And I know there's so many good ones, but there was one where it had uh, these girls. And it starts off with one girl, if you want to look for it, and I'm sure we'll provide the link, with curly hair. And she's kind of playing with her curls. And she starts off by saying, I wish I had straight hair. And then it goes on and on. The next one, I wish I was taller. I wish I was shorter. I wish I had darker skin. I wish I had lighter skin. And some of them go into a little bit of reasoning. I wish I had freckles. I wish I was stronger. I wish I was thinner. I wish I had smaller breasts. I wish I had blue eyes. And then it loops back around to, I wish I had curly hair. <laughs> so each one, and it's definitely the grass is always greener. I am someone myself with thin hair. So I always think, oh, I wish I had thicker hair. But I know thicker hair people also have their share of problems. But I love sharing this with the girls because around fourth and fifth grade, they do start really focusing on their 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 bodies 
and what they look like and what they wear. And there's just this big shift and they start seeing what others have and, and wishing for, for stuff that is not them and might never be them. Um, have you seen this commercial, Brian? Right. Yes, I I have seen it. I remember seeing it years ago when it was on TV, and I went back and and prepare in preparation for this episode. I went back and went to YouTube and watched <laughs> several of the commercials. And that section, that part, was actually a segment of a longer video that included their moms. And the beginning of the longer commercial was the moms talking about all the things they didn't like about themselves. They didn't like about their bodies and so forth. And then the later part of the commercial has the daughters criticizing themselves. And the whole point or the main point of the long commercial was that what we say out loud in front of our daughters gets passed down to them, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, unbeknownst to us. It's not our intention, but it happens. And there was a great quote and I loved it. And one of the moms said, life is an echo from me to her and her to others, which I thought was awesome. It's a powerful quote. It's really powerful. What we say gets echoed to our daughters, to our children, and then it goes out to the world from there. And so really, we need to be super vigilant about what we say in front of them, how we love on ourselves, how we hate on ourselves, (laughs) because there is always someone listening. There's always someone listening. They are. And it, and it, and I, I feel like personally, I've gotten better with not vocalizing as much as I did before I had a kiddo. Like I was, you know, growing up, I was always hating on my thighs. And I was always a, an athlete, but, you know, I never had that thigh gap <laughs> that elusive that people talk about. And I, I didn't understand it and just hated it. But I don't, I don't think I've said any of that, uh, or at least not not recently. I, of course, now I'm in my later 30s, which I, yeah, I'm just not as concerned as much about swimsuit season, which is one reason I wanted to talk about these self-image because um, over here it is summer and a, a lot of times moms and young girls and women of all ages have big concerns with putting that swimsuit on and, you know, they go into full force months ahead of time and their goal is to fit into their swimsuit and they're not going to be happy if they don't. And gosh, going going to the beach or any theme park, there are people of all ages, all sizes. And the point is you go and you have fun and you make memories and no one should be, no one should care what anyone else looks like. Like you're there to have fun with your family. And it just, it it drives me bonkers now that I'm, now that I'm getting older. What about you? Is that, has that ever been a struggle? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I am super critical of my appearance in front of my girls. Now, now maybe I am, and I just don't realize it. You know, you and I were chatting a while ago about how 
I, I realized, hey, maybe maybe I do it more than I think I do. And I criticize my hair that, hey, if, if I don't actually put effort into my hair, like if I don't straighten it or if I don't you know, curl it or if I don't do something to it that I look like a witch. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's string, it's stringy and wonky and, uh, kind of frizzy. And so, and it, for those of you that are hearing this, <laughs> Brian has amazing hair, amazing oh. hair. <laughs> I'm envious of it. So, so Brian, like, do you know when that belief popped into your head? Was it recently? Was it when you were younger? Was it from someone else? No, I mean, I think it's just, I've kind of always felt that way as a, as an adult. I don't remember feeling that way as a teenager or a young girl. So I don't know if it was, you know, having children (laughs) or getting older or what it was exactly that I felt like, Hey, my hair is like, crazy unattractive <laughs> if I don't do something to it. And I I always envied the women that either had naturally wavy, like a good wave, you know, a good mm-hmm. curl. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have a good curl. I have a wonky curl. And <laughs> um it's kind of sometimes straight and kind of curly in other places it's just wonky. Um or women that had straight hair just naturally straight hair that could just air dry their hair and go. That's what I always wanted. But I also realized that, hey, there are pros and cons to everything. If you have naturally straight hair, it's hard to get your hair to curl mm-hmm. or to keep to keep a curl, you mm-hmm. know, and, <laughs> yes. and, my, and my hair keeps a curl. And so I can focus on the negative or I can focus on the positive. But that was just one example that I realized, you know what, maybe I do do it and I don't realize that I'm doing it. But, you know, that's just, that was one example that came to mind when, when I was thinking about this, this episode and what struck me and what made me so sad about the commercial that you mentioned with the little girls and the moms was that these were beautiful these were beautiful kids. These are beautiful mm-hmm. women. And there was one that was saying, I wish I had lighter skin. And she had the prettiest dark skin. I mean, it was beautiful. And yes. the little girl that said she wished she had blue eyes. I, I believe she was Asian, if I remember correctly. And she just had a beautiful brown colored eye. And I just thought, oh, that just hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. that they're wanting something that they don't have and they don't realize what they do have is so lovely right yes yes yeah but that's but that's true for all of us right i mean like what i just said about my hair is <laughs> yes. there are lovely things about my hair i'm not going to say i have bad hair i you know unless i don't do it but there are lovely you can focus on the lovely things exactly or you can focus on what you don't have it's choosing to be grateful yes yeah having that uh, gratitude practice and because there's yeah you can always find something to nitpick but why 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 so I, I'm going to ask some of this and kind of watch these maybe with my daughter. And I'm curious, I'm curious what she thinks. I'm curious what, 
you know, she thinks she might wish um, to change about herself. Of course, she grew up being a school counselor's daughter. So (laughs) I'm also curious to see how that might be a little different. I remember years ago, I had, I think it was some, some dad had posted about going through and just talking about his his daughter's body. So it was like, oh, I love your legs because they're so strong. And I love this part of you because it it lets you do this. It lets you run so fast or it lets you climb these trees. And it's just more about what our body can do and, and its purpose and not about, oh, you have beautiful hair and right, right. Um, that they can, you know, possibly, I guess, debate. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and that's kind of right in line with that that commercial as, as well was was, you know, loving loving what your legs can do for you. So you had a you had a quote for us, I think. I I always have a quote, right? You do. I love my quotes. Um so this one is Brené Brown, but I feel like I've heard this a bunch of other versions and um but it's just talk to yourself like you would to someone you love. So would you say what you say about your thighs or your hair? <laughs> Brian, would you go <laughs> up to a friend or your daughter and say, your hair looks like witch hair? <laughs> <laughs> would you do that? Would you go up I... to your, your grandma <laughs> and say, grandma? <laughs> um, anyways, would, it's a, <laughs> I would not. I would. Why I not? Would. <laughs> Yeah, we so easily just will bash ourselves and just kind of torture ourselves and uh, just really pick on ourselves, that little angel and devil on our shoulder. Right. Yeah. You know, so there was another commercial that I watched on YouTube that I thought was so fascinating. It was another Dove commercial and they had a police artist someone who drew sketch artist yeah sketch artist for for the police department so they had him come in they put him behind a sheet so that he couldn't see the woman on the other side and they'd had all the women in the room earlier before the artist got there and and gave each of them each of the women another woman to get to know and then they had to describe that woman to the sketch artist. So they'd only known them for like an hour and they had to describe them to the sketch artist. Then later, each of the women had to describe themselves to the sketch artist. And so he had two different pictures, one of the stranger who described them and one picture of the women describing themselves. And then he showed the women both versions. And it was so fascinating because the one, the picture from the stranger was closer to reality than the woman describing herself in every single case. Mm -hmm. The one of the women describing themselves was horrible. (laughs) So uh, they have witch hair. They have witch hair. (laughs) You know? And how crazy is that that a stranger that has known you for an hour can describe you better than mm. you can describe yourself 
And I thought, man, man. That is fascinating. Yeah. We got to uh, do better. We, we got to do. do better. We do. Um, which that makes me think of Brooke Castillo. And she, I don't remember the episode, but she talks about pictures. And, you know, so many people, myself included, this is probably one that I need to work on, um, is she, when she takes a picture, doesn't matter if her eyes are closed, she's making a face, you know, some wind blew her hair. That's just, she accepts it. That's how she looks at that moment. And that's fine. And she's going to love every picture she's in. And that's just a choice that she made. Another quote of hers is, uh, a belief is just a thought that you think over and over and over again, which means the great news is you can change what you think. <laughs> Your beliefs are just there because you've chosen to believe them repeatedly over and over again. It doesn't make it true. So being able to just make that shift. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's it. That would be hard. That is. That's, that should be the challenge for the week. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here for a second. <laughs> Let's hear and it. I promise. I promise I will circle back to a point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you'll give me just a minute, but like, okay. I never wanted my kids to watch Hannah Montana because the, the show portrayed the dad as kind of a stupid twit. You know, mm -hmm. like somebody to like roll your <laughs> eyes at and he was stupid and dumb. And I didn't want my kids to pick up that message. I didn't want them to think that dads were anything other than than strong and reliable and that they should be respected. Mm. Does that make sense? So yeah. I didn't want I didn't want them watching that because if you watch something long enough, if you listen to something long enough, a seed gets planted and then it becomes it begins to distort and manipulate your your views. So if you hear that message long enough that dads are stupid and dads are twits and dads shouldn't be respected, you're going to pick that up. And I think it's the same thing with beauty ads. You know that yes from you know before now still but especially before these dub commercials came out the all of the commercials and the magazines everything was it was all unattainable beauty standards and the seeds were planted that that we alone uh, that we're alone because of our flaws you know, nobody else has the problems that I have. Nobody else has the problem with their hair that I have. And so then I end up feeling isolated. Everyone mm -hmm. else has great hair. Everyone else has a thigh gap. I'm the only one that doesn't have a thigh gap. When the truth is, we're more alike than we are different. And what's uncommon is the model in the magazine or on the TV that that's what's uncommon but that wasn't the message that we were sent growing up. That wasn't the message in commercials and TV. The message was here, this is ideal beauty. This is what everybody should want. And you're alone out there if you don't have it. Does that make sense? Yes. You yes. Know? That's totally the message that was fed to us and, yes. and still is. But I, I'm starting to see, you know, with these dub commercials and, and so many others that you know, I love when it shows the models of all different sizes and just 
representation of everyone. I love that. Yes, yes. And okay, so not to bash on anyone. I'm not, I don't mean it that way. I'm not going to bash on Kim Kardashian or, or, or Jennifer Aniston or, or anything like that. They are aging well. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. They, they look amazing. But you know what? That is their job. That is their full-time job is to look nice because that's, right. that's, uh, that's how they make their money. You know, they have the money and the opportunity to spend all day long working out and getting facials or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I can't maintain that level of focus <laughs> on, on my face or my hair or my skin. And, and so I love how the Dove commercial uses real women. They, they use, they made a commitment back in 2004 when they started their real beauty campaign that Ooh. they would not, they would not use models. They were going to use. I don't even think I knew this. Yes. So they only use real women, which means they are using real moms who have to pack lunches, unclog <laughs> toilets, treat their kids for lice. They have to figure out what the heck a Pythagorean theorem is to help them with their homework. They have to do all those things, you know, and remember to shave their legs once a week. You know, like that's real, <laughs> like that's, that's real moms. You know, that's who we should want to see in those commercials because it's going to help us all feel more connected. Like we're not alone. Like we're the only ones that have which hair or that we don't have the thigh gap. Uh, hardly anyone has a thigh gap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yes. that's when I'm, th that was my tangent. I'm sorry. So I love it. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. For more information about life coaching or to interact with us directly, you can check us out on Facebook at the Happy Mama Village or on our individual websites at rebuildingwithbrian.com and anniemhenderson.com. You can also find us at www.thehappymamavillage.com as well. And that's our, um, our Facebook group. So if you don't want to mess with typing in facebook.com forward slash, you can just go straight to the happy and join us there for some different tips and polls and insights and even some shared documents that you can enjoy. Perfect. The show notes will have our email addresses plus that additional information. So be sure to check it out. We would love to hear from you and receive a like or a review for this episode. Okay, mamas, be sure to join us here next week at The Village when we talk to an eating disorder expert, Shannon Herman, for part two of our series on self-image. That will be a must-listen episode. Oh, I can't wait. That's so great for, for us mamas and for our, our children. Yes. So can't wait. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Happy Mama Village. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment, like, or share, and be sure to join Annie and Brian for next week's episode.